the first month was, I mean, that was really like, okay, this could really work because the first month I dropped 10 pounds, which was awesome. And we did the photos and everything to really see the difference. And I mean, I think I have posted that actually on the Facebook page. I think right there, you know, when you take it, your initial reaction is, is disappointment, I think. And just like, I don't want to say shame. I feel like that's too strong of a word, but definitely just disappointment, I guess would be the best word. But after that first month, it became something that was like, okay, I can do this. I have the tools to keep going. Hey there, my friend. It's Dr. Anthony Balduzzi, and I want to welcome you back to another episode here on the Fit Mother Project Podcast. In just a moment, you're about to hear a powerful and inspiring conversation between myself and one of our Fit Mother program members, Sarah Whiting. Sarah is amazing. She is a busy mom to three teenage kids, and along with her husband, she joined the Fit Mother program, he joined the Fit Father program, and together they worked this thing, all the phases in sync, and they had amazing results. Sarah not only lost 30 pounds, toned up, got so much more consistent with nutrition, and watched her husband drop around 60 pounds, they just got their entire family healthier and more focused. They got into a routine of exercise. Even two of their teenage girls ended up doing some of the Fit Mother workouts, and now they're just so much more dialed in. And it's a really powerful conversation with Sarah because we basically discuss what it takes to pull off the Fit Mother lifestyle amidst the busyness of life. The fact that we can't always be perfect and that things do change, but it's about the mindset of being consistent that really makes you a winner with this program and ultimately in life. And so I love this. And one of the things we also talk about is when you get towards the tail end of your journey and you're getting closer to your goal weight, how sometimes you may hit some plateaus and how to really refocus and what to think about during those plateaus and also how your body starts to shift and start to build some more muscle. And you'll see it's very apparent from Sarah's photos that she not only lost some weight, but she put on a lot of muscle and just really reshaped her body, which is so beautiful to see. Without further ado, let's get into today's powerful conversation with Fit Mother, Sarah Whiting. All right, Sarah, welcome officially to the Fit Mother Project Podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. Well, thanks for having me. And now to kick things off, I'd love for you to introduce yourself, your name, your age, and where you're from, and anything you'd like to share about your family and what you do for work. So my name is Sarah Whiting. My age is... probably should have wrote that one down because I never keep track of it. It's 38 and I'm turning 39 this year. And I've been married for... It's going to be 19 years next month. So I have three children. One is getting married this year. So she is turning 19. And then I have 15-year-old son and a 14-year-old daughter. And we have a dog, which may be one appearing in the background. I kind of closed him out, but I'm sure he will want in eventually. So I, I hope we get a dog appearance for those who are watching on video. Like who doesn't love a good dog appearance? I was testing the camera and he kept like getting right in my face. So I don't think, I don't think we need that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, we are in Georgia. So we're a military family. This should be the last stop for us. This is kind of home for my husband is Georgia. Um, so it's it's going to be my home too. Nice. That's mm-hmm. awesome. And I also want to say congratulations on the fact that you have a 
your oldest is getting married. It's got to be kind of weird at this stage to like already be, you know, seeing that happening in your life. Yeah, it is, right? I was kind of what I always tell like my older sister and stuff is I'm like, well, I am not going to wear, and this is no offense to anyone. I was like, I am not wearing the typical mother of the bride dress. I'm just like, I'm, I'm not even 40. I'm not going to do it yet. <laughs> so that's kind of my, I got to stay in shape so I can wear a little bit of a younger one. You know what I mean, right? Like I do. Yeah. It's got some, you got some shapes and some curves to show off and like a little bit, like I just don't, I just don't want the the jacket, the typical one. So good. But yeah, it is definitely a different, um, different thing to be marrying off a kid already. So nice. Okay. So let's get into your journey. How did you find out about the fit mother program? It was actually my husband. So uh, my husband's a fit father. We joined at the same time though. So we were both kind of wanting to get back on track. We're kind of like in and out of just fitness, really. Like we kind of hit the gym pretty hard and stuff. But as you know, with the program, 80-20, right? So like if you're just hitting the gym, but your food isn't quite right, then you're probably still not going to be where you want to be. So anyway, he kind of, he had found it and he had really been looking at it for a while. And then he was like, oh, well, there's a fit mother side too. So, you know, maybe we could do this together. So that was pretty much the start of it. I think we started in December of last year. And so we've been over a year into it. That's awesome. Did you guys actually start like the exact same time? Like we're writing mission statements together. We're reading through meal plans together. We did. I mean, he does, he always does the brunt work for me um, just because like I, I homeschool the kids. So, you know, I do enough like paperwork there, although he does too, I guess with work. Um, but he definitely, he printed out, got our binders ready and all that. And so we started, you know, together and actually... I don't think we hit it really hard because when we started, it was like college football playoffs and we kind of wanted to still cheat on the food thing for the college football playoffs. So we just started with like, again, the workout is way easier than maybe the food part for us. So that was, that was kind of the beginning. And then really January 1st, I think we were like, okay, well, we got to do both. So. Okay. So I want to kind of like take a big picture. And ask you, like, since joining in the period you've been working this, how has this program changed your life? And that includes your body and your mindset. I mean, the first month was, I mean, that was really like, okay, this could really work. Because the first month I dropped 10 pounds, which was awesome. And we did the photos and everything to really see the difference. And I mean, I think I have posted that actually on the Facebook page. I think right there, when you take those first pictures, you're kind of like, okay, I didn't realize I had got to that point. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when you take it, your initial reaction is, is disappointment, I think. And just like, I don't want to say shame. I feel like that's too strong of a word, but definitely just disappointment, I guess would be the best word. But after that first month, it became something that was like, okay, I can do this. I have the tools to keep going And last year I had entered the transformation contest, which obviously is a motivator. I mean, who doesn't want to win it all, right? So I was pretty (laughs) hardcore with it, um, just trying to to get to that point. So that was a good 
push for me to at least stay, you know, focused and on track and everything. But honestly, with over a year on it, I think it's just great having the the key to be able to stick with it because mm-hmm. you look on on the Facebook page, everyone's like lifestyle, lifestyle. And that's true. There were plenty of times within the last year that it's like up and down, you know. I graduated my daughter and So I think that month on, so like from May on, I was doing it still, um, but it wasn't as strong because there was just a lot, a lot going on. So, but I think just that reminder of like, this is a lifestyle. I said it was a lifestyle. I mean, it's a lifestyle. And that when you remind yourself constantly, you know, your mind has changed. So that's kind of, I think that's where I'm at. It's just that like, I, I want, I want to keep going back that yo-yo diet type thing, you know, like, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I completely understand that. And I think it sounds like for you, from what we were sharing earlier is the biggest part about this lifestyle is probably anchored in nutrition because you're okay with doing exercise and you can get after it. And so is your husband. So I want to know when you start this program, how did you change eating for yourself and eventually for probably your household to a certain extent, like what did this Fit Mother program teach you about nutrition and how did you implement it into your life that it works for you guys? So the the nutrition is 80-20. <laughs> so for me, it, it wasn't like part of my mission statement really was a focus on doing this the healthy way. Like when I was younger, probably like 20s kind of thing, to stay thin or small, I think that I would do a lot of, well, not eating or just not eating a lot. Or um, if I would eat, you know, the metabolism was probably a little bit better when I was younger. So if I ate like junk food, then that was like my meal. You know what I mean? And so I didn't want to not eat. That was not going to be what I wanted to do. Like that's not sustainable either. And I didn't want to binge eat because that tends to be a thing people do if they skip meals or do anything like that. And so I said, if I'm going to lose weight, I want to do this the right way. And so just having a focus on, yes, the vegetables and stuff like that, which I think we always kind of ate okay, but certainly there was not a half a plate of vegetables ever, (laughs) you know? So we, we switched to doing salads for lunches. That was the common the common thing there. I have Ezekiel bread hanging out in my um, freezer. So that's always there. There's always nuts in the, the pantry and just like really the staples that you kind of say to, to implement and stuff. One of the questions you asked me was good or bad, you know, what food do you like? Well, I'm not, I'm sorry, I'm not putting Ezekiel bread down. I like Mexican food and that includes chips and dips. So that's still in my diet. Like I don't, I just don't want to give up those. And that was part of that lifestyle thought is like, you don't have to give up everything. And that's what I loved about this program is there was nothing that you said like, "Mm -mm, don't touch that. It was like, just do it in moderation. Like, you know, that one meal instead of like that one cheat day, which been there before, you know, that, that cheat day becomes kind of long. So I I think that's probably the biggest part of our nutrition is just, um, really implementing the, the vegetable side of things. And of course 
the water. I mean, wow. <laughs> yeah. It's a change of pace, right? And I think the water thing is so interesting because when you start drinking more, it even creates a lot of structure. Like you're always thinking about nutrition because you're drinking a lot of water and trying to get water. And so I think it's both that water is good for us, but also it kind of gets our mindset a little geared towards like putting good things in the body. I think that's subtly beneficial if you feel the same way. I'd be curious. Yeah. The the water thing is, if there was one thing I stuck, even in the like down moments or, you know, not really strict. That was one thing that I'm like every single day for the past year, I wake up, I do my, you know, it's 30 ounces of water, even though I think you say 32, but I don't have a 32 ounce cup. I do the 30 ounces of water and, you know, I start out my day. I'm so grateful to lose the weight because actually I don't have to drink as much now which is a bonus because the the first I think I was doing it was that morning one and then three cups of water, three thirty ounce. And I was like, Yep, you pretty much are drinking water and going to the bathroom. And I think most of us, you know, I'm reading some people's posts and that seems to be the the norm. So <laughs> that was fun. Well, I was gonna ask you my next question is tell me about some of the challenges you've overcome on this program. And obviously, like bathroom breaks, ha ha ha, kind of funny, but like for sure one of them. Are there any other things that you've encountered, whether it's just in your life on the time when you've been on this program or something with the program in particular, that you feel like that was really hard or challenging that expanded me and I overcame this? The hardest thing is honestly, so after my daughter graduated, then my husband you know, we're both feeling really good, right? Like we've been doing this program. We've been working out. We lost some weight. So he became the head coach of um, the football team, our homeschool football team. So the hard part about that is the meal times changed. And I think because of that, that got really tricky because, you know, in Georgia, it's so hot. So you're doing your practices later to try, you know, you can't do an afternoon practice. And so we were eating at like 8.30 kind of thing, you know, and that that was a challenge, you know. So going into this next season, I'm like, okay, I have to have a plan. I don't have one yet. So don't ask. <laughs> um, so if you have ideas, like by all means, you know, just email them to me. Um, but that, I, I think it's really that's the challenge is really figuring out like, when do you eat and stuff? I mean, you can't eat before practice because it's too early. So I think we're just kind of stuck with the after, which makes it a little bit challenging, but. Yeah, I totally hear you. And I mean, this is just the nature of our lives, especially with changing responsibilities and seasons. Like there's always stuff that comes up. And I think it's also a reminder too, that there's this idea in our minds that there's maybe an optimal plan and approach, but that's not exactly what life is. So it's like making, learning how to make compromises here and there and do the best we can at the particular season of life. And maybe I'll have some ideas to think about. I mean, I don't know if you could like be eating dinner while he's coaching, but not I to could. say he's like I, left out, left out to... and dry, but. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I could stick with the program better than he can then. So <laughs> sorry, you're on your own. He gets leftovers after, after practice, I guess. I'm curious, what kind of results has he experienced? And like, what's it been like for you being both someone who's in the program, but also a supportive spouse? You know, you're playing both of these roles here. Yeah, I want to ask what results he's had. And then I'd love to hear about what it's been like doing this in tandem. Like you're doing similar things, but a little different. So let's just talk about the process of doing this with your partner. Sure. So 
he's like six one and he's got a football frame, right? So um, I lost 30 pounds and he lost twice that. So he lost 60. I think during that, that period of trying to figure some things out and stuff, he did put on probably, I think he said 15 of it, which is, you know, not horrible or anything, but that's part of us trying to like refocus and stuff back to what it is. Like we just started, I don't know if I said this um, when you asked, but we started a speed and agility course and that we're doing together for all these little homeschoolers and stuff, which is pretty crazy because I don't think that I would have had the, I just wouldn't have had the confidence to be in front of kids and show them how to do different things. And um, certainly just, you know, I'm doing jump squats and, you know, like you got to get higher and stuff. And so it's kind of, um, that all comes from, from doing this program for sure. Like that got us ready for it. Uh, So he, he's, you know, super successful doing that too. And like I said, we're both, you know, we started back at the beginning Actually, we're we're back on to month two right now, just to refocus ourselves um, and kind of drop that. You know, I think I'm on five pounds, which is fine. Like I'm okay with where I'm at. Like I'm in the maintenance. Like I'm good. Yeah. But just refocusing and stuff. So you know, we do things together. You know, if he's on phase two, I'm on phase two. This morning we did the bullet, which I think is only a fit father one, isn't it? That's only a fit father one, but that's fun that you're doing that. That's a cool, that's a cool, shorter, but kind of heavier one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually, I love it because I love the 20 minute one. So, um, and I know that there's some other like quick things on the YouTube channel for fit mother that I have used, but I think we like doing things together and I push him cause he's so competitive. So if I am doing good, then of course he has to kind of like outshine me. I don't know why. <laughs> so just his nature. That's fun though. It is fun. It's a lot of fun. I just think it's really cool when in a relationship, especially when you've been with together for nearly 20 years, right? And you have so many kids that you can now reinvigorate things with a shared love for something like fitness and personal betterment. It seems really cool. I just want to say I'm very happy for you guys that you get to experience that. What are some um, non-scale victories you've experienced along the way? I mean, I'm imagining you on the speed and agility course with the kids. That's definitely an NSV in, in my book. Are there any other NSVs, whether it's weight lifted or clothes fitting or family stuff, people saying things, your kids saying things, any other NSVs? Yeah, definitely. All, all of the above, right? So of course, before I was wearing what my husband likes to define as a flag dress, So a flag dress is a loose flowing dress. Um, I do not wear those anymore. I actually can go ahead and say, okay, this is my size dress. And then, you know, like I'm, I'm back into um, a size two pant, which is awesome. I, I didn't have to go and buy them. I actually had them and didn't have to get rid of them. I did get rid of all of my bigger pants. So, um, hopefully I don't need to go and buy any more. I'm lifestyle, right? And then, yeah, the the non-scale, the kids are involved. My kids are always, you know, trying to work with and stuff. At one time, my girls were getting up together to go and do the, the female side of things and stuff. So they have on the board, they have their personal records and stuff like that too. 
And anytime you're doing something as a family, that's my non-scale victory also. You know, I love seeing that. I love seeing just, I guess, an inspiration, you know, like, mom, like, oh, you can do that or whatever. So it's definitely a lot of fun to, to just see all the different things that have happened. And yes, people, one person was like, oh, you, you've lost a lot of weight, which, you know, um, my older sister, when I entered the, the transformation contest was kind of like, oh, I don't think you're going to win because I just don't think you have enough to lose. And I'm thinking like, well, she ain't seen me in a little while, you know? <laughs> like, and then that flag dress helps. I was like, well, I just don't think you know. So yeah, there's been plenty of non-scale victories, which, you know, you you absolutely have to have. And once you kind of plateau or you hit your maintenance, I think everything from there becomes like a non-scale victory. So when yeah. you're getting up and you're still working out, like that's a victory. So nice. Beautiful answer. Where do you want to be? Where do you see yourself in like 12 years? Let's just say when you're coaching on like 50 or so, like we're getting close to the big five Oh halfway mark, maybe like, where do you see yourself and your family and just your life? Okay. Wow. I didn't, you should have sent that question out so I could have really pondered it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, since I started out as a young mom, I would imagine I would probably be a grandma. Um, my kids, I think they're picking out my grandma name because it's not going to be grandma. I guess, you know, people have to have fancy grandma names. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I want to be an active grandma or whatever they're naming me. I think that's, that's my ultimate goal is to, you know, but I still want to be like a typical grandma of like, I, I'm going to bake cookies and stuff like that. Like, Actually, one thing that I do for my son, which I won't do for the kids because they'll be too little, but I make protein cookies for him because he's bulking for football, right? He's 15. So so I actually use the Fit Father um, powder for him and make like protein cookies out of that and stuff. But honestly, that's really what I see is I'd love to still, you know, kind of be in shape, go into the gym. My son did say I cannot use the glute machine once I get to a certain age. So I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's super funny. Yeah. I love it. It's hilarious. Actually. I was like, what? Come on. So no, it's, (laughs) it's out. Sorry, ladies, anyone that's over 50, uh, 15 year olds don't want you using the glute machine. I guess. That's good public service announcement. (laughs) Now we know. All right. So I want to ask you, what's some advice you have for ladies who are starting out? Maybe even particularly for moms who are in a phase of life like you, where they're very busy, like involved moms doing a lot with their kids. What's some advice that you have for ladies starting out in that type of situation? Um, you know, that that first month, follow, follow the program to a T. I think it's encouraging to see results. I know everybody is different. And, you know, I just really push, push yourself. I think when you're in a busy life stage, something's got to get right. And for me, it does mean getting up early and, and working out. So that's your sacrifice as a busy mom. Like it's either that or it's later. And to me, time gets away. Like if you do it later, you're probably not going to do it. And then... 
you know, stick with your water, drink your water. If the scale isn't moving, don't get frustrated. Kind of sit down and reevaluate what it is that you're doing. But even then, once you get past that first month, you'll hit that plateau. You will. It's, you know, and I think that um, Amy said it before, like that's it, that's part of the program. That's part of life, you know, mm-hmm. is just hitting that that plateau and you can keep going, you can keep pushing. And sometimes I'm like, I always want to message you guys and be like, so when do I know that I'm putting on weight because of muscle? Like that, that's got to be part of it, which is actually part of your plateau, I would think. Like at some point you're switching and you're transforming into muscle a little bit. So, or at least just tell yourself that. So there you go, mom, just tell yourself. Sure. Well, I'll say this, like just having seen the pictures that you did share for this podcast, I mean, there's no doubt that, you know, there was a weight loss differential, but man, your body composition changed like pretty tremendously. Like you put on a lot of, a lot of muscle and like shapely muscle while the weight's changing. And I guess you're right in this interesting point, when you get close to a goal weight, there's a psychological difference that happens where, you know, the weight loss slows and then you need to have other measuring sticks for your success. Like your strength is right. certainly a good one. One of many. Right. Yep. That's, that's pretty much where I'm at um, right now and stuff and I'm squatting and stuff. And I think for me, like, I don't necessarily want to put on anymore. I'm not bulking like my son. I'll say it like that. You know, <laughs> I have to also like check myself because well, the more weight you add, the more chance you have of bulking, right? So there's like this, like, okay, well, I got to do something else. But I think it's okay to to kind of maintain and like just get in there and, you know. Get it in. Get yeah. in and get it in. Yep. And the MRTs are nice for that too, because it's like you're not just always loading the squat bar. You're just kind of getting in and doing kettlebell or dumbbell workout for 20, 30 minutes and check in the box. And I think you also find, maybe you find this in your experience, that once you kind of get close to your end destination, it doesn't require as much of a heroic effort to kind of like maintain. You just got to continue to check the boxes and be consistent enough. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. And I, that's, I think that is why I like, you know, doing like Apex 10 and all of those. I mean, they're just good. You know, what, what is it called? It's not, it's not hit though. Or is well, it's it kind of we call it metabolic metabolic resistance training, but it's kind of like a hit. It's like yeah. hit with weights, basically. Yeah, yeah. Those are I do like them. They're always challenging, no matter how far along you are. It is always like I'm gonna die, and usually we're like <laughs> Doctor A, like why? You know, <laughs> I mean they are hard. So, but and then, and then you see your after photos, and you're like, okay, maybe it was worth it. And I think it's a funny thing about the mind too. These workouts shape us mentally because they're so hard. We're in the middle of it. And then you feel so accomplished and good afterwards. And it's like a, it's like a journey. It's like a journey into like the soul, your own soul. Every time you're digging deep in these workouts, it's cool to remind ourselves that we can do hard things. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I think once you get past, you know, we always say, okay, we're over the hump and the hump isn't until you get back down until like, I don't know, six on, you know, yeah. some of these pyramid ones. I'm like, cause you can't even be like, once you hit 10, you start going back down. It's still like, no, I have to do nine, you know? So for uh, sure, it is, it is a challenge, but it does always, like you said, I think I get done and I'm like, well, I'm glad I did that. 
So I've, I've never not felt that way doing the workout. So, and it's amazing how after you hit one, you're actually breathing normal. So Mm -hmm. it's been a really good experience. Oh, you're a puppy. I think dad's home. (laughs) We're almost, we're almost wrapped up. I have a couple, just like a couple final questions. One is, do you have any general, like best advice or words of wisdom that you love or that you live by or that you teach your kids? Or maybe a perspective that you feel like is wise or something that you try to instill in your family as a value? Um, in particular, honestly, no. Uh, we are, we're a Christian family. You know, our faith is always in God and everything we do. You know, the strength to do any of this is not, not me. You know, we all have injuries and injuries happen and, you know, and motivation comes and goes. And so I'd be amiss to not give God credit in the things that I do. And that's the same, my family, you know, I always want them to, to kind of push and dig deep and, you know, put their eyes on God when they're struggling or don't want to do something like that's ultimately, you know, what we say in this house. Like, I don't think there needs to be anything other than that. You know, we have plenty of Bible verses that are our go-to Bible verses and stuff like that. And I think for, for most people, you know, I know not everybody is a Christian and stuff. So yeah, I think you do need to have that go-to um, Bible verse. I think that I meant to say quote, but now my dog distracted me. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, you have to have a go-to quote for sure, or just something that you can lean on. So Nice. Well, this was great. I think based on the fact that there's dogs around, this was just a wonderful interview and we'll, we'll wrap it here. Sarah, thank you for being a fit mother. It makes me very happy to see your success and know that your family's doing this together. We are very proud of you on behalf of our whole fit mother team. Amy's here in the background doing, I'm sure like the woo 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 kind of thing. (laughs) And just like really proud of you. Thanks for coming on and sharing your story. I appreciate it so much. Thank you. Hey there, my friend. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Fit Mother Project Podcast. If you love what you heard, I have a favor to ask you. Please consider taking 60 seconds right now to leave us a rating and review on our podcast. Leaving us a review is super quick. It only takes a minute and it's so, so helpful to us as it really boosts this podcast to reach more people who need this information and this message. If you're listening on Apple Podcast, you can leave us a star rating and review. If you're watching on YouTube, you can hit the like button and leave us a comment. Overall, I truly appreciate you being with us here on the podcast. On behalf of me and my entire Fit Mother Project team, we truly feel honored and grateful to support you and your family on your journey to fantastic health. I thank you for your support of this podcast and of this mission. Also, if you're interested in joining our Complete Fit Mother program and becoming an official member of our community, you can visit our website, fitmotherproject.com. And on the Fit Mother site, you'll be able to see our Complete Fit Mother program along with our online store with the best supplements designed for busy moms. And you'll also find a ton of free resources like recipes, workouts, meal plans, and more. God bless you and your family. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi signing off. I'll catch you on the next episodes of the Fit Mother Project podcast. 